Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Who has time for that? Who is the time for Who's shenanigans got the time? like wind? Wind and dust and all that things that come with it. Hi, ghouls. Hi, ghouls. It's almost October. It's mid-September. It's mid-September. <laughs> Mid-September. Today in LA, it's very autumnal. And yeah. I was I was just saying, the, the, the light was very... I have a cold, so I, I'm a little... I can't even tell a little, the difference in your no? voice, really. Mm-hmm. Am I Yolanda-ing right now? Mm, was she always stuffed up? No. She didn't even have that. <laughs> <laughs> you could really lean into your Yolanda vibes and you no. need to get like five IVs. I don't like... I hate being sick. I'm like... Who I'm likes always, it? Some people... Well, I don't... I, well, I mean, actually, that's true. Munchausen people No, but like, I'm, I, I hate like... I'm, I'm like... I'm always... 
I'm in denial when I'm sick. Yeah. You know? I'm always like, when I'm starting to get sick, I'm like, I can beat this. Yeah, I'm okay. Then I'm in it and I'm like, this will only last two days. And the whole, and then I get more and more depressed with every day that it lasts like beyond two days. <laughs> yeah, then you get strep. And then it's like 10 days later, you're just like still grossed yeah. out by your own sickness. And, and you're, you're like just getting like, a pack. Yeah. Then I get like, I get always depressed by the end of sickness and like mad at my own body. And, and I'm you like, feel you're shame worthless for this. Yeah. I thought you were better than this. I'm like, a po- like, I just feel like, like if I have to miss work or something, like I, w- I just feel like shame, mm-hmm. you know, it's like being sick. You can't even enjoy your sick day. No. Cause you're like, everyone's mad at me. Yeah. And you're like, what if they don't believe me? What if they don't believe me? But it's like, <laughs> you know, I believe you. Thank you. I believe it's sickness. It's a little, it's a little September cold. Yeah. It's I, going around. I was at CVS last week at the end of the week and they were like, the pharmacist said, have you gotten your flu shot yet? And I said, is it flu season already? And she was like, yep, that's why I asked you. Literally the day that flu shots become available, I'm first in line, ready to get my shot. I love that. I love a flu shot. I It, it does. It is like the mark of like, ooh, the seasons are changing, you know? Yeah. When she asked me that, I felt a little, oh. And I loved like my, I felt the drama. Like I, I couldn't help myself. And I was like, is it flu season already? It's drama. It is drama. It's super high stakes when it, it comes is. to the flu. The flu is... I mean, we've talked about how I had swine. Like, it is <laughs> it is not okay. It's absolutely not okay. Swine flu is not okay to get. If you I'm, have swine flu, like, I'm sorry. When did you get swine flu? Swine 09. <laughs> when, the, when the pandemic was <laughs> sweeping the globe, I had... Fully Gwyneth. I had... I was contagion. I literally came to my... And I was on a swim team in college, and we all got it within a weekend. And we were all quarantined. That's disgusting. It was disgusting. It was... I mean, we had, like... It was like two people got it and then like 50 of us got it. It, yeah. was, it was really crazy. Contagion. Yeah, it really, it was wild. But it was like the first day was horrible and then it was... Then you're just like weak. Then I was just watching like my best friend's wedding for two days. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was awesome. Prime college and like high school <laughs> is a real prime time to get yeah. sick and milk it for all it's worth. Because you're like, I don't have any worries. No, you're you don't like, have shit to do. No, now it's like if you're sick, it's fucking awful yeah you're like oh i have to make money yeah i have to like do xyz <laughs> in order to live yeah and it's so not being sick becomes far less fun did you do like did you go to the nurse's office a lot i would um at boarding school yeah because it was like i mean being sick at boarding school was a troll because depending on how old you were in the program like if you were really young and you didn't have any like dorm privileges they'd put you in like a common like a room off the side of the main lodge so you'd just like press a couch together and then like sleep on a couch that everyone's like sat and farted on you couldn't talk to anyone you'd just be in there all day so it didn't wasn't great to be sick but then once you got like dorm privileges and you were trusted enough to be in the dorm alone then i was always trying to like be sick God, the cot thing? The cot thing was truly... It's like Cabin Fever, like the movie. Because I got sick like the first week that I got there. I got like a cold or something, but I was like truly like I cannot. I was throwing up and stuff. And like they were like, well, you just have to be in this side room. And I was like, I'd actually rather drown (laughs) than ever go sick to bed at this. Did you tell them that? I was just like, this sucks. Did you sleep there? You sleep there all day. 
and until like until last light and when everyone's released at like 9 p.m to go to the dorms for like nighttime last light Mm -hmm. so they called her yeah you all gather share some memories and then like someone will play like a david gray song and you like lay in a circle and sometimes they do face tickles on you really yeah it's they would have smush piles so which were like you would you would smush like you would just like lay and cuddle with your friends like the pillows yeah girls had to do with girls boys had to do with boys you really yeah the boys there was no cross gender right pile but the boys did it oh the boys were li- like laying all over each other at that school that's kind of nice it was nice it I mean, was it's... weird to me coming from oklahoma where i knew like one gay person and then just seeing all that i was like what's going on Cause i mean i, I like that it's like, like sort of de- it's sort of like it's letting boys get in touch with their feelings yeah. and like okaying it to be physical with each other which i really appreciate like a straight guy can like be can cuddle with his, with his straight guy friend yeah i love that it was cool i mean we did like i went on a retreat called mm-hmm. kairos that we've talked about i think yeah which was very like guys singing together like all in one room just like kind of swaying back and forth like that kind of stuff mm-hmm. i think that's great not even from like a like just a, just seeing like i'm just like camaraderie with your with i think it's okay to like be like we're all in this together mo- boys you know yeah. it's like there's nothing gay about it it's Mm-mm. just like we're just friends broadening like masculine behavior to include cuddling with yeah. a friend that you have very like affectionate friendly feelings towards is great it is great and like when girls can do that with each other and like especially in that time it must be really nice because like mm-hmm. everyone's so like I feel like high school, it's hard to be. No one is like Everyone's kinda... in traditional high school. I feel like you're just like fucking by that time. Yeah. Which people were also doing, but you, even though we weren't allowed to do that, but like, but it's nice to have girls be like, have like kind of like a sisterhood thing going on. Mm-hmm. Like we're all like, you know what I mean? It's us. And then like the boys do their thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're over there. It also kind of made it sexier when you were like hooking up with someone because yeah. you had to like, go to such great lengths to like hide it and be secretive about it yeah that it like really ups the sexual tension did you have a boyfriend i had a boyfriend for a little bit really tyler did you meet in secret we would meet in secret we would like there was a place on like the back deck behind like the main lodge where after last light when everyone was released we would like run back there and then just like make out like as hard as we could and but you only had like 10 seconds before like a counselor would walk out or anyone would see you so it was like a very good shadowy spot Mm -hmm. and then we'd like try and like sneak off to like talk but you if someone caught us even talking we would get in trouble wow because once you start hanging out with a guy if like a uh opposite sex people start hanging out with like each other too much the counselors sex person yeah like they'll make notes of it and then you'll be on watch and then you'll be put on bands from each other because they're trying to keep you apart some brave new world shit yeah then if you get caught you'll get dishes so then we started having to be like more clandestine about everything was there were there any like same sex stuff going on yeah there was tons but that really didn't get yeah there some a couple lesbians got caught 
It's like, but I'm a cheerleader in that movie. Yeah, they were like two girls like hooking up in our like dorm wing and they'd always go sick in bed together. And at first it was just like, oh, like they are just like friends, like hanging out like intensely. But then it turned out they were like totally fucking. Oh my God. And like in a relationship. Then they got caught and like hardcore shamed for it. And it was like, we had to have like a big forum that was like serious and they didn't treat it like they weren't in as public of trouble as you get in when you're like caught fucking like a girl's caught fucking Ooh. a guy. So they, and then tons Gen- gender of treason. It was gender treason. And then some guys, there was one guy that was like chronically getting in trouble for like hooking up with other guys, even though he also like had a girlfriend, Whoa. but like he wouldn't really get in as much trouble. It was just kind of like, what's wrong with you? And like, let's hushly talk about it in like forums and places. But like same sex stuff was not dealt with in a very like constructive and positive way. So it was like quietly ignorant. It was quietly ignored and made out to be like almost like the most shameful thing you could do. School. Just through the ignoring of it. Because yeah. if you got, if a hetero couple got caught hugging yeah. them, it'd be like, you're a fucking slut, like, blah, 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 blah. And you'd be in so much trouble. You have work projects. You just get, like, made fun of all the time. And, like, yeah. it was, like, a very public thing. But then, like, gay stuff was handled very less public and, like, more, like, just, like, serious. Yeah. Which is weird. Whoa. I mean, both are bad. And they both were not allowed. Like, yeah. they were both against the rules. But, like, just... They called you slut? Yeah. They would call us, like, all sorts of names in forums and, like, workshops. Not just, like, walking around. Wow. But, like, I mean, they I could Google- say anything they wanted to you in, like, workshops and forums. When you told me the name, I did do a, a quick Google search once. Mm-hmm. And there were, like, forums... Oh, there's like Reddit survived. forums. There's a big Facebook group that is in trend with all Facebook groups of very babe <laughs> <laughs> uh, gathering of survivors of the school. Things get devolve really quickly in there, but it's also fun to like kind of peek in and someday I hope you disclose all this stuff. I know. Slowly working on it. Should I notice of that? No. Oh. I'm open about that. Oh, okay. My I journey. To, I was trying to be like, if only there was some kind of journey. To <laughs> if only there was a medium under which you could express all express. these stories. Yeah. That's wild. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I went to an all boys school, but like, yeah. Did, what did kids get in trouble for there? I mean, like drugs and stuff. No. I mean, like we partied, but it was all like off campus. Oh, but, okay. I mean, we you could leave. Yeah. It was a day school and, like we were in like the city, so like you couldn't really hang there. Yeah, it's like there weren't like you couldn't go to like a bar or something. But and the campus was like, I mean, it was a it was like a huge school on a small campus because it was like in North Philly, so it was like right in the hot of things, you mm-hmm. know. And um, we all wear blazers. Mm-hmm. Did you have like a little patch on the blazer? No, it was like, like a crest of any sort. That was actually one cool thing is like you could wear any kind of blazer that you wanted within reason as long as it was a blazer so mm-hmm. like the more like alternative guys would wear like cool like multicolor blazers oh cool i wasn't brave enough then so i just wore like navy every day and yeah khakis everyone wore birkenstock clogs because it was technically like you had to wear nice shoes but that like just 
like closed toed shoes yeah, or something. I never yeah. I wore Sperry's and you'd wear a tie and a mm-hmm. button down. But but yeah, guys like they would inspect you when you were walking in. They had like one or two teachers or like the assistant team waiting as greeting you as you walked in and if you got if they would either tell you to put your coat on or you would get detention. And our detention was called Jug. <laughs> which I believe stands for Justice Under God. Well, Jug was like, Jug was intense. I got jugged twice for Latin class because mm-hmm. I had a Latin teacher who was really intense. She was my queen, but she was very like, like she would yell at you if yeah. you got stuff wrong. She'd go, no, no, no. <laughs> she was amazing. She I was like, like that. she was so beautiful and just cool. And like, she was amazing. But like people were afraid of her. But I, I think... You I got her energy. Well, I was also I transferred, so I was a Jew, you had to take Latin. It mm-hmm. was a requirement. So I when I transferred, I had never not taken Latin because I was a public school. Yeah. So I was in a freshman class for Latin as a junior. Oh wow. And I think she maybe felt bad for me or she didn't she like kind of had like You were older. Yeah, like, so she she kind of wiser like, than yeah, the so average she, bear in that class. So she was, I think, maybe like extra nice to me. But there was one time where I got something wrong on a quiz you if you got stuff wrong on a quiz she would give you detention like she was but like i remember it like it was like that rote learning where they just drill it into your heads yeah and then one time i forgot my book with a few other the, the freshmen and we all got detention and she kicked us out of the class oh, i love that and she said don't forget your book then. and i was like miss morgan i don't want to say her name but i was like <laughs> i was like teacher please and she was like i'll see you in detention and then i went to detention and she made me write i will not forget my latin book three hundred times <gasps> Oh my god! And then and then I gave the paper to her. And she Sentences. Went, she went, "Thanks, Carrie." And then I left. Did you ever forget your book again? No, exactly. Fuck no. God. She was a fearsome Latin teacher at an all boys Catholic school and did not take shit. Yeah, that's how you have to be. I right? think if you're, te- especially if you're in her position, mm-hmm. teaching a bunch of like high school boys in an all boys school Latin. She was gr- and like crack I lo- the whip. And I learned. I think it actually like I don't remember, but I feel like subconsciously I remember stuff. Yeah, I had to take Latin too. Yeah, but yeah, detention. But then like guys would get in trouble for like, like one <laughs> this kid I was friends with. One <laughs> we had. Everyone hung out in the cafeteria before school started, and we had this huge cafeteria, and I, everyone was running to the cafeteria. They're like, Tap! "Like this kid's gonna do this!" And then we all went in, and he he was chugging gallons of milk. <laughs> he was trying to chug like a certain amount time. Was he doing that thing where it's like, "How much milk can you drink?" Yeah, isn't there something where it's oh, like, yeah. if you drink, it's you impossible. Can't, no one can drink this yes, much milk. That's in what this it was. Time. And okay. he, I think he did it. I feel like every single school has one guy that has done the milk. Yeah. Challenge. And he did it. And, and the teacher let him finish and then he gave him detention <laughs> and everyone cool. was like, Whoa! It, was, it was really, but like that kind of stuff happened. The boys needed that. There was like farting. Yeah. But like, and like we would have mass. We had this big cathedral attached to our school it was just, the school, I think the school was built in the 1850s, so it was like really old. And there were 250 boys in each class, so it was a thousand boys, and we were all in the church together during like mass during class one day. Mm-hmm. And you would just see like if you were sitting in the back, you would just see like the deans walking around, just going like that, just picking out people to send to detention. <laughs> and they would get up and just leave. Like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> It was really fun, though. That sounds fun. And, like, it was... 
just like boys being boys in like a all boys environment i mean there were i mean there was bullying a little but like i'd say everyone was pretty i i think maybe because there weren't girls the guys didn't feel like they had to like impress i mean they still were being like guys with each other and like trying to outdo each other but yeah i see the like were fairly sweet and my like i i don't know it was it was a nice experience I see the like pros of separating boys yeah. and girls in school, in high school, especially the girls that we were friends with were from our sister school were, I like loved them and they were so cool and they were all so nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like truly close and like, cause I think the second that you add boys into the mix in a lot of situations for young girls, it like just, it's like too much yeah and they like all like they said they all like like would show up to school with like just like messy ponytails and like we're just like wearing like whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think people were like wore their retainers like no one cared yeah where you can just like go and learn Mm -hmm. you're not distracted yeah they were all so smart yeah by like dick and then on the weekends, you can like hang out with the guys that you like. Yeah, we drank at like a field outside Philly mm-hmm. that overlooked Philly. God, drinking in fields that overlook a city. things, yeah, is such a move. Edgley. Mm-hmm. That's what it was called. We had a place called The Dump, too. The Dump, love that. Mm-hmm. I love like drinking. Yeah, there were lots of fields in Oklahoma that where everyone would just be like, we're going to the flats or like wherever the fuck. Yeah. I'm trying to remember and I need, I know I have readers that are friends from high school. So remind me of the like drinking spots. Cause I can't remember the exact names, but yeah. it would be like everyone would then hop in their car. Cause we all drank and <laughs> drove. <laughs> Love it. And just like blast out into the middle of a field somewhere and like set up. I don't know how oh, don't we were either. getting beer from like, how did we all? Do you remember gas station? Did you have gas stations that would just like sell you beer underage? No, we they didn't have that in Jersey. Uh, we had like full blown like we were like fourteen years old and like going into certain gas stations and they would just like sell us a thirty case. We had people with fake IDs. I think that in Philly there were some places like that, but like we, I remember one time there were like twelve of us guys and it was halloween and we piled into my friend's car that like fit like five people and there were like 12 people in this car <laughs> we drove over the bridge from jersey into pennsylvania to go to this field party and we were all drunk and it yeah. was like i don't think the guy driving was but like there were still like 12 people in the car or like you clown at least it. 10 people in the car or something i was like how and we made it somehow it's but insane. So fun. <laughs> so fun. So great. Since you when you live through it without any sort of like yeah. horrific trauma happening, it's it is so fun. Yeah. It was I mean Yeah, I mean it was definitely like birthed some of my later <laughs> things that would like cause my downfall, but yeah. it was still fun. Yeah. But speaking of parties, so speaking of parties, Caroline Calloway, uh, she is on a tear now. So unfortunately, she gave us the news that her father passed away last week. Yeah, we talk about this. Yeah, on the day that the podcast came out, the first thing, the first message I got that morning 
was a message from a reader who said her father died. So she posted about it. So she's been that, posting about it, yeah. posting through the entire ordeal. She, the the post itself was like, it was literally like, so um dot 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 my um dot 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 dad died, and like that's how it starts. Yeah, which is like, I'm not like shaming her and how she shared it. No, I think it's like, but it was just very dramatic. I think it's kind of still cool. You're still I'm, team Caroline. I'm still team Caroline. I I don't know. I just like don't know what to make of this new path. I don't know if it's like I don't know because I don't know her. So I feel like I want to give her the benefit of the doubt and be like, this is how she's processing. Yeah. It's like punk and kind of like this like neo sharing on Instagram. Right. But at the same time, I mean, you kind of lose me once it's like she lost me at like drug references. Like when she started talking about like get like doing coke and all that stuff, I was just like, okay, like you're like this isn't like a Brad Easton Ellis novel. She was like crowdsourcing. So she goes to Harvard, I guess maybe because her dad went there. She said her dad went there. So she went to Harvard this weekend, I guess, to like reconnect with him or like find yeah. something that he wrote or like a spirit just like a spiritual reconnection journey which i think is cool but then she goes to the harvard lampoon house to she's a party terrorizing there. harvard and snorting all their drugs and going on dates and just like living out loud she was posting like if you know anyone who can give me acid or coke tonight like please share acid i'm see i just have like a real chip on my shoulder about coke because i think it's just trash and so I really get mad at people for doing it, but that's more just like my own thing mm-hmm. because I don't do it. It is trash. It's and, but like acid, I'm like, fuck yeah, get heady. So I'm a hypocrite. I'm a drug hypocrite. That's a, that is a, I can't imagine doing a bunch of acid after one of my parents passed away though. That's like, that's, some that is midsummer. Shit. That's fully midsummer. That's truly Danny. In midsummer. a strange location yeah. at Harvard. If when, you if I dropped acid at Harvard, I think I would be fifty one fifty with kids who are maybe eighteen. Yeah, TBD. She's like what twenty seven. Mm, yeah, I think so. so she, not that like, but like she's essentially partying with like teenagers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, God bless her, but like she's posting. Please, if like, please, send, if you have drugs, send like, me coke. Yeah. So and and then she posted last night. I successfully crowdsourced my drugs. Thanks, guys. I'm just like you're wild for this. She's like, I have a coke hangover today, but I have a me- I have a date with a cute boy at a museum at like five. Yeah, I'm kind of like experiencing a little bit of burnout, so I'm not checking as often. I read. No, yeah, I did. I read all that stuff. I'm yeah. I'm I'm kind of like. I don't. I think I've taken such a hard pro Caroline Calloway stance that now I don't want to be like proven wrong. I kind of forgot about the Natalie piece. Yeah, she's done a good job of like moving right along after that. It's a little Trumpian. She's, she's going to write a response. Caroline? I think, yeah. Oh, wow. For We'll, we'll hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I need her to write her response to that. Yeah. How long will that take her? I don't know. She said she's like... Almost she, done. Yeah, she said she was like turning it in last week. She's probably been writing it for a while. She's been writing it 
since she was born. Yeah. Just started furiously writing and like it's like a manifesto. I want her to write like a 350 page response. Like a 60,000 like a 80,000 word response. What if like tomorrow she's like JK I wrote my book and also I wrote another book that's 4,000 pages long. And it's like If she dropped a book right now, that would actually be the biggest power move of all time. What if she releases like a Henry Darger kind of like my struggle? <laughs> you know that book that's like so long. This like writer published a book called My Struggle. No, and it's like it's like a it's like a crazy long like kind of like a philosophical just like long. Isn't that what Hitler's book was called? I thought his was called like Mein Kampf. I know, but isn't is it, that my struggle? That struggle? <laughs> I'm like, you know, this cool guy. No, do you know Henry Darger? Mm, Simon told me. Was my, he a painter? He, yeah. Do you know that? And he painted like little kids. Yeah. Right? And then he, they, all his paintings got famous after he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because everyone was like, "You're a perv," but actually, his but he wasn't. I don't think he was. No, he has amazing paintings. And he wrote, but he wrote like a, he wrote like a thousands of pages of like an epic about. And you know that band, the Vivian Girls. Mm-hmm. They're from the name. Those were the name of his girl, like his the children and his stories were called the Vivian Girls. Oh, I love it. And they were like, they were like both genders, and like they were being uh, hunted down by these like evil men, and like it's. But it was yeah, it was all found because remember that what was that Velvet Buzzsaw? Velvet Buzzsaw. They, I think they kind of story was sort of like based on henry darger because simon told me about henry darger and then i did like i read about him a lot and yeah if you should if you're into that stuff it's it's like really crazy story and he was i think he was gay and like it was back in like the 40s so it was like he was really repressed and then he died and then his landlord or something found his manuscript and these amazing paintings that were so they're I mean, I think he was truly like. I think he was a little insane. Like, yeah, I think he had mental. They're illness. very. They're like children they're dancing, ch- like naked. I had a friend that had a darger, and so I yeah. would see it at his house. They're really amazing. They're like apocalyptic, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on. Yeah, it was my struggle. That was the book. It wasn't mine. <laughs> Yeah, they're very midsummer. They're super midsummer. Um, anyway, but I feel like Caroline maybe maybe she'll have like a Henry Darger type like manuscript. Not saying that she's like him, but I'm just like something that she's been like doing for like years and we don't know about. Yeah. Not saying she's like him. I want everyone. I'm not saying. Did you get bad Caroline about... Calloway blowback? Did you? I've gotten some. Yeah. Some anger. Really? Yeah. But also some people like wanting to like further engage in a conversation about her. The conversation's ongoing. I think it's just she's a divisive figure. Yeah. I hope that she ultimately is okay. And I'm just deciding to trust that like she's a woman with agency over her own actions and has autonomy and is like she's fine with the way she's handling herself so therefore i'm fine with the way I'm, i just don't like coke yeah i'm coke is bad don't do coke coke but, is terrible um do literally anything else <laughs> except for like 
heroin or fentanyl. Coke made me a very bad person. <laughs> Kirk, Coke made me like... I turned into like like a mangled tree. It, tur- it just made me like, hey. Like I just turned into this like the bark of like an old tree. You turned into the tree man. I did. Like Grandmother I Willow. Into, I was just mean. And then I got allergic. And then I had horrible sinus infections every time I did it. Oh, I don't miss the I don't miss drip. any part of it. But I was... Also, people, it's not like a drug where you like act like it's a very exclusive drug where it's like we're going in the bathroom yeah like people that do it like all gather yeah and then like and you laugh kn- and, and you you're know invited. no and like when you're doing it you know who else is doing it and it's mm-hmm. like we look it's like it's your dirty secret with everyone secret. you feel yeah. like really special uh-huh then like someone tells you their life story that they were like adopted yeah then you're like oh my god amazing and you're like i'm a taurus yeah <laughs> and then like out of nowhere it's like a lot of false intimacy yeah and you're in like, short bursts and then you're like let's get a cab and if i'm gonna have false intimacy <laughs> i want it to be on molly and for like four hours yeah i mean none of it's really great but if you have to do it there is like a hierarchy crowdsourcing for coke too is just peak white privilege yeah it's and posting about it on social media like in real time at harvard at harvard is like the ultimate that is white privilege yeah i mean it's it's wild to me speaking of drugs uh hustlers <sighs> is i saw it yesterday i know you haven't seen it yet so i don't want to spoil anything but I'm, i just want to say like Please go see this movie. It is so fucking good. It was... I think it's like the movie of the year. Mm-hmm. It feels like an event, like a cultural event. And J-Lo is so good in this movie. That's she's, what I keep hearing. That she's, she's gonna win like an Oscar. I kind of forgot it was her. Like, that's how like... Oh, good. That's like, when you know it's good. Yeah. I, like, she was so compelling. It was the perfect role for her. Because... Because I feel like she's been, like, I love her rom-coms. Like, I watch, like, Monster Law on a Plane anytime I yeah, can get to it. Yeah, but they're it. not, like, the best rom-coms. No, they're, they like, a second-tier rom-com that's, like, Also, I of, saw Second Act. Uh, Second Act is insane. I watched it based off of your recommendation or, like, non-recommendation because you were, like, this movie is actually bonkers. It is. It's a movie that makes zero sense. Vanessa Hutchins in that movie is, there's a scene where she's, we're reading a letter while in a coffee shop in London with a beret on. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to tell you about that movie. Yeah. It was written by like an algorithm. Mm-hmm. It was written by AI. <laughs> it was written by bots. It came out of like a computer in the basement of like whatever studio like made it. And it they was, were like, we have a draft. And then they were like, green light it. And green then light that it. was it. It was like... Yeah, it's wild. The 2001 A Space Odyssey robot that kills everyone wrote this movie. Mm-hmm. And Leah Remini isn't even like... There's not enough Leah. There's Anyway, that's another story. But J-Lo, I feel like she hasn't gotten to like sink her teeth into like... Because she did like Out of Sight and like Selena. Like she was in some good movies. Yeah. And Geely... No. Um, she was... She... <laughs> The Cell was primed. The Cell is incredible. The Cell is such a good movie. It's such a good movie. And like so beautiful. It's such a beautiful movie. Yeah, she is 
she's been put in like some sort of box, but I'm glad to see that she's breaking out of it. I'm also psyched that she's 50 years old. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but there's... All my queens are turning 50. She Jennifer Aniston, J-Lo. J-Lo's body is like, it's unreal. And her, just the way she, just her, like she just gets to, you remember why she's a star when you're watching this movie. She just has so much charisma and she just like, her swagger when she walks, like. Also, everybody needs to Google J-Lo I think it's J-Lo interview 1999. She she gave this like wild interview. Really? Yeah. And you can find it. It's like archived on the internet. It's either 1999, 2000 or 2001. But like just Google like J-Lo controversial interview. Because she basically was like unapologetically like, yeah, I'm going to be a star. I know exactly what it takes and I'm doing that. And I don't give a fuck like I'm doing it. And was like fully just like brash, like, doing that where you know most like female stars are like who me like Mm -hmm. and like try and play like coy yeah Yeah. and she was just like no nonsense and the interviewer asked her to like weigh in on other famous actresses careers and she was like picks bad roles doesn't know how to do that like very much like she has been an insider she's an insider who has been like in the game very much like actively a part of what she is doing like calculated driven and i think that it's cool because it also gets like i don't know women get shit talked so much for that kind of thing but j-lo she keeps it clamped down yeah that's i know because she's kind of she's in that strata now where she's like kind of like looking down on all of us kind of thing where like they're so far away that like you don't really hear much about like you yeah know what i mean like she doesn't let really let anything slip no i mean she's her and a-rod have their like that's a little I'm like it's a little sus but what is a-rod i don't know like, i don't truly i don't get it i don't really either i've never gotten it but as long as he's good to her i know but she it just it's such a good movie the the constance Wu is great julia styles is really good in it which I know we talked about it, but we've like, had a lot of Julia conversations. I, Julia was actually like she has kind of a boring part, like in on paper, but she she does a lot with what she has, and it actually ends up being like an important okay. character. I'm into that. I was into her in this movie. I was ready for a Julia redemption. I, I, I think it is. I think it was cool that she's in this movie because it's. But this support, like Kiki Palmer, is f- unbelievably funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh. Lily Reinhardt from Riverdale's in it. Lily is going She's to be great. a fucking star. She her character is so good in this movie and like so believable. And then the girl from Handmaid's Tale is in it who, with the one eye. Oh yeah, I love her. She's great. I mean, Trace Lissette is in it. Mm-hmm. And she's looked amazing. It was so Cardi B was fucking great. Like it's just everyone was at everyone their best. Killed it. Lizzo was great. Like I'm. I don't want to like spoil anything else, but like. Okay. Well, he, did you hear about Jayla's the Fiona Apple thing? No. Okay, never mind. I don't know anything. Let me just tell you that there is. You're keeping it zipped. There was a part early on, where just out of nowhere, and it's not even like. I'm like about to go see this movie tonight like go, after we finish potting. Yeah, I'm like gonna go to a midnight show. Go. It's like two hours spent well. Yeah. But like there was a part in the, the very beginning where literally the entire audience just erupted in applause. Like <sighs> it was a movie where I was going, Woo! Like I was like <laughs> It wasn't even woo. 
Woo! No, it, was it was just like, like whoa! Like, I was like, yes! Like, oh, I love that. Like, I kept turning to Simon and just going, oh my God. Like, I was just like, yes! <laughs> and there were these like women next to us and they were like all drinking wine and they were like, whoa! And at one point, the woman goes, don't even say that to me! <laughs> don't even say that to me! I love like a like a group movie going oh, it experience. Was, it's like it's that it kind was of electric movie. in the yeah. room. Everyone felt it and Wow. Fuck. Uh, it's so good. Oh my god, I can't wait to see yeah. it. But there's I brought it up because there is like a drug thing in it, but I, I don't want to spoil anything. Just no go see spoilers. Hustlers. Pay I'm money. gonna see Hustlers and then maybe next week we can circle back to yeah. the full Hustlers conversation. But it, it kind of reminded me of the movie Widows, which I love. I've never seen that. Oh, yet. it's so good. Everyone watch Widows. Okay, it was so on the fence because I heard such mixed things about it. I and loved then it. ultimately I was like, no, but it really is the kind of subject matter that I truly care and am passionate about. Uh, mainly of which is Viola Davis. Yeah. Basically. She's fucking great. <laughs> the well, only subject matter I care about. Michelle Rodriguez is great in it. And like <sighs> Elizabeth Debicki is amazing. And Cynthia Erivo mm-hmm. from. She was in the color purple. It's such a good movie, and there's so many amazing supporting characters in it, and like Colin Farrell. It's it's great. Robert Duvall. Wow. Okay. Sold. Simon's brothers in it. It's great. double feature. Yeah. Widows, hustlers. It's great. Both one word groups of ladies. But it it just it's it's the close. It's I kept thinking about it when I was watching Hustlers, which is a good thing. It's a comp title. Mm-hmm. Mage. Amazing. Speaking of people that aren't widows and aren't good at hustling the ghouls the ghouls tonight was a doozy tonight was a difficult watch yeah things are really not coming together for the gallery ghouls you think like you kind of start off the season thinking like maybe these ghouls are on to something no then you pretty much realize that they're on to nothing they're like they're in like a vat of like amber or like maple syrup and they're just like trying they're just trying to get out half-heartedly uh-huh. yeah they're trying to sl- they're trying to get up on the sides but everything's covered in molasses mm-hmm. they keep falling back yeah also can we just have a moment of the theme song of this show is deceptively upbeat yeah i'm a and a girl in the modern world it's like so happy i want to i like there must be a soundtrack to like I, because there were a few songs that I actually, unironically, was shazamming. <laughs> Did it show episode. you what they were? No, I, 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 I think that they're just studio mixes of like, yeah, like they're ripoffs of songs that were popular in that era. Yeah, that like, maybe the Bravo studio band just like churned out. There's a website that the guy who composes all the Housewives music has a site, and you can hear like the Beverly Hills like dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. like all that was like yeah and he was is it, was it a new york times interview that he gave yeah yeah that was a fascinating read i mean everybody would had been on everyone's mind like who the fuck is doing this vanderpump rules and you music? Re- and you remember all like the like those the music makes some of those scenes mm-hmm. kind of like they're in your head when you think of those scenes yeah Especially in Beverly Hills, like it's like perfectly timed with dialogue, mm-hmm. and then Vanderpump Rules, it was more about just like the shitty songs that like open up each yeah. scene. Oh my god! I'm walking down the street and I see her, like that kind of stuff. It's like, don't tell me no. I only wanna hear yes. 
It's just like fucking meaningless. It's an AI generated. I told you I saw Billy Lee, right? When? Uh, like a mo- two months ago. Where? Um, at Sunset Eight Thousand. Wow. And I said, Billy. <laughs> What'd she say? I said I love you on the show. What'd she say? Said, thank you. Oh, I love that. And I was like, sorry if I'm, that was weird. She's like, no, it's like, thank you for saying that. And then like, she was with a friend and they like walked off. Major. But I was like, Bill. Billy. Yeah. Hey. Billy. (laughs) Billy Lee. There you are. I love you in the show. I love you in the show. That's a power move. Yeah. Then she like quit the show. I know. RIP Billy Lee. You were ahead of your time. (sighs) She was. She didn't get the. She didn't belong in that hetero mixture they were yeah they were it was not good for her to be there no um but so we start off with alex telling angela that he's come through and he's gotten her a venue secured the venue and she it the his phone call was uh right before it it was followed because she was (laughs) i'm saying right now (laughs) she was saying how she feels like she's being had been a bitch to him and she's like i feel guilty about like being bitchy to alex about not yeah which and, is good it shows that she is a soul yeah but she's like like scurrying around her apartment she's like oh <laughs> she's always down. scurrying around yeah. like frantic mm-hmm. trying on clothes tool skirts <laughs> yeah like everything's see-through she's late yeah and then alex calls and she's like oh my god alex i knew you'd come through to me i've always loved you mm-hmm. and he's like okay and he's like great great you're gonna show in like someone's clothing store or like a shoe store mm-hmm. it's kind of unclear yeah but like good for her she's got the venue so her art show is fully happening i said that i think at this point she said i really want people to see me as an it girl she and I- really is hoping for that and I said, if you have to, if you have to say that, then you're not an it girl. No it girl has ever declared that they wanted to be an it girl. No, they've never even thought that they wanted to be an it girl. And when they were an it girl, they didn't think they were it girls. No, and they hated anyone that said that they were an it girl. They actually hated it. Yeah, if you, that's just a moral of the story is, if you have to say out loud, if you my, even have to think, I want to be an it girl, you'll never be an it. You girl. are 100 percent not the it girl. Yeah. You may be able to hire a publicist to make you an it girl, but you will never truly in your soul be an it girl. You will never be Chloe. Mm -mm. Chloe just was. She just was. And people responded. Corey Kennedy. She just was. She just was. Sienna Miller. She just was. She just was. Like these are girls that just come out of the dark. Dressed in God knows what. In Sienna's case, it was just like a boho belt. (laughs) Just a belt. Just a belt. It was really a... De- With literally nothing a else. A defining moment was this like boho belt. Like what? Moroccan uh, looking belt. Uh-huh. Like that's with like all bunch of round circles with little like metal pigeon in and then What was I that? bought one at Urban Outfitters. Because I saw Sienna Miller wearing a belt. I saw Sienna Miller's boho belt and then I bought one. And then I wore a skirt as a dress and then i tied the belt around the waist and i felt extremely sienna i love that but at the end of the day i realized i'll never be sienna miller no the olsen girls they're they've always been at girls they've were born at girls i mean they had a leg up but still they're still at girls Mm -hmm. sorry sorry Sorry. angela sorry angela Claudia gets into a cab and fields a phone call from Chantal who goes, I'm going to be a little late. 
and we find out that Claudia is on her way to meet with Suck Lord. <laughs> okay. I, I wrote Suck Lord looks like Edward Furlong. He totally has a Furlong vibe. Yeah. He also is an incel. I kind of love Suck Lord. I do too. Like I was like, Suck Lord is cool. I take that back. I think Suck Lord fucks a lot. He's Fuck Lord. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's like the, the Lord of Fuck. He's fucking left and right. And also, he, he's like actually doing something with. His I know, life. like and he's like making things and selling them. So Chantal has to go by herself to his like studio in Lower East Side or something, and it's like just has like he basically makes like he finds like trash toys mm-hmm. and like repurposes them into art and like dresses them up and like kind of stages them and like it's actually kind of cool it's cool like it's not my vibe it's not super my vibe either but like i understand why it's cool and then like i'm sure that there's something that suck lord makes that i would like to buy he has a cult it's so basically they're like they're gonna eoc is failing eoc is underwater they're drowning in the abyss of their own business failure and like also they owe a lot of money so chantal has hatched his plan so suck lord is like a cult artist and you know he has a huge rabid fan base and so they're thinking like we'll do a trunk show for suck lord he takes over eoc and has all his fans come and, and it's buy a- stuff and then maybe we can like pay our lighting bill but it's actually like I have to give it to this Chantal because she... That was I, a smart idea. I feel like she sort of understood like influencer before it was really like a thing. And she was like, he's. she says like he's big on Instagram. And like, I think she... And she, Claudia was so like... She, she I was, was like, really do you want your, The whole time he's like, he's like, she's like, our customers, I feel like they're not going to get it. And I'm like, first of all, what customer? <laughs> yeah. Like, do you, like, I don't you... know if this speaks to our base. I'm afraid it's going to alienate it. And it's like, bitch, your base was alienated from the jump. You, you don't have, have a base. You had a Paymon altar and let's scared everyone away. Yeah. Like more people came to worship Paymon <laughs> than they come to see your art. Yeah, she Claudia did not get it. And this made me, like, I uh, kind of understand Chantal being, like, so fed up with Claudia. Because, like, Claudia's putting the cart before the horse in a lot of ways. It's yeah. like, you need to, like, it would, and hit, and Sucklord's philosophy of, like, art really speaks to this, where he's like, I believe in making a lot of stuff and selling it for cheap rather than trying to sell, like, one big thing. Yeah. Which is, like... Claudia should have whipped out a notebook and written that down and then like meditated on that. Because that is like, look at him and then look at you. You have not sold a single thing. And you might be getting like highbrow like artists in your shop, but it kind of no one buys anything because no one's buying it. Your parents' friends have to bring their weird friends from France over. And they don't even like it. They like like the bangles. They'll sh- they'll sh- they'll try on like a hat. With, they like, want like a crazy piece of jewelry that's hideous. <laughs> they don't want like a seven thousand dollar painting. So Claudia is just l- turning her nose up at Sucklord left and right. And then Claudia is like, "Let's do something like Occupy Wall Street," which that I was like killed me. I'm I, dead. I was living. I, I remember they marched through when I was working at the Standard in 2012. Mm-hmm. Cl- Occupy Wall Street marched through. 
and like a huge mob of people came through like the meatpacking district. Mm-hmm. Like that was such a time. Like that was happening. It and, was like, such a time. I never went down there, but like no, I didn't either. It kind of scared me. No, it scared me too. And the things I heard was it like seemed were like insane. a lawless community. But <laughs> and but it was uh, but so- I would come to. I was doing micro problems at the time, so I would fly to New York to like meet with my writing partners and like occupy what's going on. But it was if you think about it now, it's like sort of a. It's wild that that happened. Yeah, was, times were simpler back then, right? Also, like, what happened to that? It's like people were really fired up, and then suddenly you never heard about it again. I don't... I Yeah, like, do they even talk about it, do you think, the people that were in it? <laughs> I don't know. Write us. <laughs> <laughs> were you part of Occupy I'm Wall not judging. Street? It just was like... No, I'm curious because I was like... I mean, it did like start the conversation about like the 99% versus the 1%. That's true. It's been an ongoing conversational yeah, topic and like big... I take that back. A political topic of conversation ever since. So that's cool. But like... So like they went from like tent cities, Burning Man to just like nothing. Yeah. Like, like where is Occupy? Where have they all gone? I Were don't know. Rapture? If a lot of them are listening to this podcast. But if you are, welcome. Were you and raptured? I stand with you. <laughs> they were raptured. They were fully raptured. They were leftovered. They, I believe it. Yeah, like where they, they all one day they were. It was just over one day. Yeah, who which decided? Seems weird. I don't know. That was such a weird time. It was I remember, very like, weird. I was like, I was busting tables, and I saw this. Like, they were like chanting stuff, and they came through, and like all the rich people eating at the standard were just like looking over, and like all these like European people, and it was so weird. And I was like. <laughs> What, what 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 i was like this is weird i'm busting tables um should i go join like i was like i quit i quit now oh my god can you imagine oh my god that would have been then you would have been able to tell me what the fuck happened to occupy I know. anyway so so he's Claudia like, has the brilliant idea that they're gonna do their own occupy which i'm also like okay and Sucklord's like i got some tricks up my sleeve like i might have i might be he wants to bring in like an immersive kind of experience yeah he wants like a performance art and like a um selling his merch she goes i feel like Sucklord is too aggressive for the eoc customer base i'm like you don't have a customer base also have you met yourselves like you are aggressive you are all terrifying you're terrorists but chantal walks in and she's like being nice to him and chantal loves Sucklord. chantal's tickled by suck lord it's not like necessarily her cup of tea no. but she just like game recognize game and she's trying to subtly be like claudia like this guy is gonna make us money like yeah. we need money like we need just fast like he is saying that he will turn over a lot of shit for us for cheap and we'll end up making a ton of money yeah and claudia's like i don't know and i'm she- like do you want to have i feel like she doesn't want to like actually do work yeah i think that she really believed that like if she put up a painting on a wall that yeah would be that, like, like all of a sudden people were gonna wander into this like random lower east side store and drop like 7k on yeah. a painting i'm like you have no concept of the world like yeah. people are currently like occupying <laughs> wall street and are like mad about this yeah. like about like extreme wealth and like blah 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 like you're just like out of touch babe Chantal is ahead of her time. Chantal knows things that other people don't know. She's been gifted the power of the light by... By Paymon. By Paymon. Mm-hmm. Paymon was like, influencer. 
Paymon was like, Sucklord. Sucklord. Call Sucklord. Yeah. Brr. And she heard like trumpets blaring and she was like, She like called Sucklord up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chantel's now pulling all the strings. Hail Payman. Hail Payman. <laughs> we called to you, Payman. Hail uh, Sucklord. Hail, <laughs> hail Sucklord. Hail Payman. We called to you. We looked into the stars and called to you, oh Payman. Oh great Sucklord. Paymon loves Sucklord. Oh, they are like Paymon's fully like glimmering suck lord. Yeah. Like suck lord. Yeah, he's like he'd seen those little like reflective like shimmers all over his weird railroad yeah. studio. Sucklord's about to get Paymon. Paymon, like you know how he rides a camel? Mm-hmm. Him and Sucklord are like riding a camel together. Yeah. Paymon Sucklord is sh- he's showering himself in coins. Everyone showered in coins yeah. by the end of this episode. Paymon wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, they agree. Chant- Claudia's like, Clant- yeah. Chantal asks him if he can make Barbie dolls, which actually would have been a cool move. Yeah, on his part, like, there's no reason. He's to like, not. She's like, he's talking about Decepticons and like Transformer. I'm like, he's gonna bring in a, yeah, a, a certain really demographic. Matter. Whatever he Whatever can do Sucklord to make says, money, agree to it. Yeah, yes, Sucklord. Yes, Suck-Lord. okay, Sucklord. We we bow to you, oh Sucklord. So then, um, Maggie is steaming stuff in her sad apartment, and her mom calls. Her mom calls. She and her boyfriend Ryan from last week, who said, "Make pretend, make pretend that's a vagina. <laughs> make pretend that bowling ball is a vagina." Is she's having? She wants to have. They're going home for the weekend. Yeah, and so Maggie's talking to her mom in a baby voice. It's kind of cute. Her mom is like, "That's what my when I'm when I'm going home." My mom's like, "What food do you want me to make?" Yeah, her mom's like asking her, and she's like. Make sure you make that green that uh, green bean casserole, which like I love green bean casserole. Yeah, for Ryan, and I was like, that sounds fucking good. Yeah, it's oh, I love it's green bean casserole. Oh, my mom makes good casserole. Casserole is delicious. She makes like a squash with mm. turkey sausage mm. casserole, tomato. Mm. Mm, Dorothy, thank you. I want a casserole. I want a green. Green bean casserole. I, I wrote green it. bird casserole. <laughs> also, like, green bean casserole is so disgusting, but easy to make. It's like a Campbell's soup and yeah. then, like, frozen green beans. But it's like, or, like, cans of green beans. But it was kind of sweet because it's, like, that's her comfort. It's delicious. It's but like, like what you eat when you're at home. I've made... I once made a green bean casserole, like, <clears throat> from scratch for, like, a boyfriend that I had in college. He was coming to visit me for like the first time we would ever like like visit each other. Mm-hmm. And it took forever. And you know what? It wasn't as good as just like straight up green bean casserole from like canned mm. foods. That it's shit's like, the bomb with some of that French onion like oh, little Fritos. Yeah, on oh, top. Those, yeah, yeah. You oh. just shake it. It's like a sodium bomb. It's just mm-hmm. like so delicious. It's comfort. It's pure comfort it's and a like, warm hug in a cruel world and she could she could easily make it but she she wants her mom to make it yeah and that's that's all when a want. mom makes it it's way better always so amy is having a dinner party up in the upper east side mm-hmm. with her her brother who's like cute 
Her brother's cute. Oh, her brothers movie? are all younger than her, right? Yeah. They're like 13 years old. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> they're he like, was drinking beer, so I think he was. he's probably like 19. Yeah. But it's it, so funny thinking of her being, being the oldest. I didn't know. I thought she was an only child. Yeah. She's the only girl, which makes sense. She has two brothers. Three brothers. Three? Yeah. There was a point where they showed, like, I thought it was three brothers. Oh, yeah. In the photo. Um, so Amy's having a dinner party. She's invited all the girls and her mm-hmm. brother. She's like, my brother, mate, he's a great chef. So I thought, get to work. Yeah. So they're cooking away in her nice ass apartment in the Upper East Side. She's like, I have margaritas. I have red wine. I have white wine. I have whatever you want. <laughs> come on, come on. That's Amy's apartment. <laughs> and then later we'll all go down to Dorian's. Yeah. She's just like really trying. She's like, saw what Carrie did with like her party and she's like, wait, I can do this. Yeah, that was totally what it was. Um, but Claudia and Chantal. They both call. First of all, Chantal calls and says, I'm feeling kind of sick. I can't come. And then Amy goes, okay, bye. And then Chantal goes, bye. And then you, I, they zoom in on the phone and the call was only 16 seconds. 16 seconds? Wow. Literally, it was Chantal like, hey, I'm not feeling well. I can't come. And Amy went, okay feel better she was like oh we're really gonna miss you and then chantal goes okay bye (laughs) it was 16 seconds oh my god then then claudia calls 10 seconds later claudia calls and says the same thing and amy's like oh those girls are probably together talking to each other right now you know what a coincidence i'm sure sick i'm sure of it they've 10 seconds apart so who's a girl to take me as a fool but i knew that other people would show up well then they sit down to dinner and it's only amy and like her brother and his friend yeah that was kind of weird that the dinner she's like should we just start then like she threw the dinner party idea out totally yeah but then they ate dinner and then the friends started showing up and then when the friends rolled in i wrote amy i said the friends are rolling in amy gets the laugh laugh last laugh bitch (laughs) the friends come pouring in she, she has so many friends. brings a crowd. She has so many friends. All those nights blacking out at Dorian's have Pay led off. to just like a full, robust social circle. And she's and like dinner is gone. They're not. There was no dinner yeah, at the dinner. Party. There was, it was no, more just like a booze party. Yeah, they're not like they're, they were eating sad salads. And, yeah, and then and it, like orzo. Yeah, and then it was suddenly just a party. Yeah, um, which is how it should be. Amy looks so thrilled. Amy has never there, been though. happier. Yeah, you just want people to show up. Yeah. The worst is having a party where no one shows up to it. Have you ever had that happen? I had that happen in like grade school. I think it was like maybe middle school or lower school. I had like a, I think it was like a Halloween gathering. But then another girl was having a Halloween gathering and everyone went to hers. And then like, I think like, three or maybe two or three girls came to mine who's like i don't know if their parents made them or they weren't invited to the other one but we had fun but i knew like we had a lot of fun fuck that other party yeah but it was like i was like oh damn what was the girl's name that had the party danielle who was actually ended up being one of my like best friends in middle school oh yeah blessings to you danielle blessings to you and yours um maybe showered with coins yeah, I think I've had... I'm trying to think. I didn't really have parties. I had, like, sleepovers. My, my graduation party was very stressful for me. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't want to have one. My mom really wanted to have one. 
Really? Graduation from high school? Parties are stressful. Yeah. But do you guys like... Was it just like a gathering? And No, it was like full... Like, there like was, renting out a location? Yeah. No, it was in our backyard. It was in our house. Did you tent something? I think there Did was a tent. you have a, a dance floor? No, it was just like... It was like a very like elegant like brunt. Like it was very... It was like a... It was casual, but like it was... They had a, they had a catering thing. Wow. Like it was... A whole to-do. And I was just like... I mean, looking back, it was so nice. But at the time, I was just like, and like people were down at the beach, so like a lot of people didn't come, and it was just like I was like, it was like no one likes me, and I just wanted to be like in my room sleeping. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's how it goes sometimes, right? It was. I mean, it was really nice, mom, because she's probably gonna hear this. Mm -hmm. She listens. He loved it. Big fan. Huge fan of the party. Thank you. Thanks, Dorothy. Thanks, Dorothy, for throwing him the party. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So then Angela shows up. Angela shows up. Angela shows up. If you if you invite Angela somewhere, she'll come. She comes. She's trying to be an it girl. She's intent on being an it girl, and it girls show up. They show up to the opening of an envelope. So she treks all the way from Williamsburg. And she literally, when she walks in, she goes, I just came here from Williamsburg. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Don't. It's like, I hate that. Yeah. And then Angela says that she wants rich people at her opening so she invited all the manhattan girls yeah and i'm like okay and then she reveals that she didn't know that she needed to make prints for her gallery show that was great yeah i was like did you think that you just like show up somewhere and your pictures are magically on the wall yeah i yeah yeah i guess so she and claudia have magical thinking Mm -hmm. where it's like oh no they'll just be there it's so bizarre because i'm also like no one's gonna buy your like donut picks i would you would i'm just kidding (laughs) no i wouldn't i mean also it's like she has kind of like a know your price point issue because she's selling these prints for five hundred dollars a pop that's like she should have done like a hundred yeah max max maybe like maybe yeah a hundred, a hundred fifty. If she's, a, if like, they had been fifty dollars, they would have all been sold. Yeah, and it would have at least you would have made like how many were there? Eight, like almost five hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean, like people on like artsy and shit sell prints that aren't even like five hundred dollars. Yeah, it was, that are actual like photographers. Like I, it's like crazy. It was. It was. It was very misguided. The whole thing. It was. Um. Everyone's clowning on Amy's parents' apartment. I know Angela is like Angela is pretty. She's a little two faced. Yeah, because she's like cut it. She's like it's it's gaudy. It's not like my apartment. Everyone's like making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Amy's and then Amy brings Angela into her bedroom. And she goes, "This is where I sleep." <laughs> Can you believe it? Can you believe I sleep here every night? I sleep in. This I lay bed. my head on that pillow every night. I go to sleep, and then I'm wa- I wake up in the morning. I wake up every here. morning. Isn't that a miracle? I wake up every morning. <laughs> it is I wake a miracle. Up. Yeah. If you're going to Dorian, yes. <laughs> it's a miracle you're alive. Well, literally, as we know, as we know. But I love that. This is where I sleep. This is where I sleep. <laughs> this is where I sleep. Do you love that? Do you love it or do you love it? I wake it? up. I go to sleep. I sent off some telegraphs earlier. Yeah. I don't <laughs> remember my, my dreams. Telegraph. I've, I've remembered a dream since, what, 1951? I'm, 2001? <laughs> 1951, Amy. What? I didn't say that. Who said that? Who said that? Who's here? Someone's time, at the door. There's a time travel on the mix, and it isn't me. <laughs> Somebody has slept through a crack in time, and it's not me. A wormhole opened up, and someone went through it. And but not me. Here. Not me, I tell you. This is where I sleep. I was born in 19... 19- 184, just like you. <laughs> just like you and just like just you. Just like you and just like you. 1934, 1984. <laughs> Angela's on to her. How is Amy going to get back? <laughs> she, What's her plan? She knows she's not getting back. She'll never get back. But she's like, I will bring 1951. I'm going to have a dinner party. I'm going to have a dinner party. No, that's what we that's did back then. Do. I'll have to entertain. Yeah. Make she doesn't let the time travel element that she's stuck in a full different era. Yeah, but she's got some. Get, she she has, doesn't let it get her down. She has comrades, though. She mm-hmm. has some comrades. 
the women that she lunched with, they're all scattered about, but they all like meet once a week and they're like, guys, what do we do? Yeah. What do we do? Amy's like, there's nothing to be done. Martini, please. <laughs> and they're like, Amy. She goes, and one of them goes, I'm I knew it, Amy. Her. I knew you've been seduced by the era. And Amy <laughs> goes, not, you're full of lies over there. I'm, I'm trying to get back just as much as you. And she's like, Martini, please. Yes. And she's like, Amy, you want to stay in this era? You can say it. If you want to stay here, that's fine. But we're going back to 1951 where things were better and simpler back then. And Amy goes, don't you like it up here? Things are better. Things are brighter. Things are they're freer here. I'm feeling it. I danced with a drag queen last week. Don't you see? And I kind of liked and it. And I kind of liked it. And they're like, I can wear a peep toe in the day. Oh, <laughs> peep toe. Don't you like it? I can wear sleeves. I don't have to wear sleeves anymore. I don't anymore. have to wear sleeves I can anymore. Show my shoulders. I want to stay in this time. I love it. I go down and I, I, I go out on the fire escape. You see, and they're like, "You don't have a fire escape, Amy." She's like, "Well, I climb up one by the down the street by the deli." And I smoke a cigarette. And I smoke a cigarette on the fire escape, and I look out over the city lights and think, "Wow, this is where I belong." This is what it's like to be an independent woman in the mix. 2011. This is where I was. The year of our law, 2007. <laughs> And they love it. Yeah, and no, but like well, they don't actually love they're it. They're trying to get back. They so are trying to get back so bad. bad. And Amy like, is like, Amy, come fully, on. Like she's in 2011. This is our lives now, ladies. Yeah, get used to it. Sixty years from now, wouldn't you want to say that you were, you knew what sixty years from now looked like? Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's a good point, Amy. Yeah. Amy's just like she's down to ride. Yeah. Down to clown. Down to clown. So. They, Carrie's there, Maggie's there, Liz. No, Liz. No, Liz there. doesn't show up, and Amy up. invited her, but Liz ain't coming. Yeah, Liz is done with Amy. That was a little mean. Yeah, I get it, but I'm also like, you know. Yeah, Liz is absent this episode. Yeah, she makes like one brief appearance to like talk shit at Angela's photo show. She was in Occupy Wall Street. She was. She's Liz like leading down. the charge of yeah. Occupy. She like tried just to it. like get back at her dad. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what happened. She is. She's like, yeah, fuck you, dad. In our class, we our teacher told us to challenge ourselves this week, so I went down to Occupy. And now I'm making Occupy art. And she, she like stood up in the middle of her class to all the people who were like, don't like her. And she was like, hey, so not that any of you like even like know what's happening or like what the goings on. And like, you're all like so caught up in like this art school culture and you don't even see out of the bubble. But like, I'm going down to Occupy today and like, I'm going to like be challenged and bring it back into this classroom and you'll all see my art thing. And they're all like, okay, cool. They're like, great. Great. Have fun. She's like, okay, I'm leaving now. All and right, the, I'm leaving. I'm going to go to Occupy. I'm going to Occupy. And they're all like, you just hear like the... Just like pencils yeah. and like graphite on paper as they're like coloring in. She's like... She's like, yeah, so, so if um, anyone needs me, like... If anyone needs me, just like Blackberry me. Yeah. BBM me. BBM me. <laughs> it might not go through. I don't know what the cell service is down yeah. like at Occupy, but... Reception might be Reception is like kind like, of for the 1% anyways. Yeah. So like, it'd be interesting, challenging to see what it's like to be without a cell phone. Yeah. So if you know, can't get in touch with me, I'm like definitely at Occupy. Don't know how long it's going to be. It could be a day. It could be like my I'm, fucking life. It could be my who knows? I, I may never come back. Yeah. So if anyone needs me, um, you know, can't get in touch with me. So you're just going to have to think about it. She asked um, someone to like feed her dog for her. Yeah. Hey. She said, hey, you. Uh, yeah. You stepped on my painting the other day. 
Yeah. Will you feed my dog? I'm going to be at Occupy, so. Yeah. Do you I feel like we should, like. Help each other. Help each other. I mean, it's That's, the, like, what Occupy is all it's about. It's all about community and, like, you so know, like, coming together as people. And I feel like. It'd be, like, really cool be Really cool. And then, like, I don't know if, like, I mean, I'm sure you all know, but, like, my dad is, like, not really a fan of Occupy. He told me. So, like, if you, if he comes by, like, looking for me to the class, like, don't tell him where I am. Yeah. You know, you know who my dad is. Okay. Um, bye. Bye. And there's, like, you hear, and no one says anything. And you hear, clop, 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 clop. And then you hear, clop, 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 clop. And she opens back the door and she goes, um, <clears throat> by the way, <laughs> my art thing is like right there. So like, don't step on it. Don't just like, leave it. Just like try and watch where you walk. Yeah. When I'm not here, because don't I know that it. some of you, and she looks over at that one guy. Yeah. Some of you like to step on things that are yours. Some and of you know, get like a little sloppy. And I'm sorry. Like, I know why I and know you- that you're like, not that aware of your the space yeah and like what's going on but like that doesn't give you an excuse to like deface other people's work their art okay so all right i gotta go anyway anyways (laughs) that is what she did so liz went to occupy and when bravo tried to call her to like get her to come film she did the same thing to all the execs at bravo Mm -hmm. and it's all just to like get her dad's attention this is like this is all facade and she said to like the Bravo people. Mm-hmm. Just want to let you know, like what I learned to occupy, like I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And like, honestly, what you're doing, I know you probably know this, but like it's your job. So you like have to do it, but it's like fake. So this is fake. This is all like nothing is real. Like you call it reality. It's not really reality. I've seen reality when I was at occupy, like things happened and I saw it. I saw things I'll never unsee and learn things I'll never unlearn. And it, like, I'm so grateful. So, like, if I, I'm if horrified. you want me to show up to, like, Angela's show, like, I will, I guess. But, like... Just know that I know it's fake. I know it's fake. And I know that you know it's fake. And, like, we're in on this. Yeah. So, so like, let's get... Yeah. We're, we're on a, the same page. We're in a community start acting like we're in a community so maybe like i don't know next time like maybe send a camera crew down to capture something truly real and meaningful like me at occupy they're like we're not filming there yeah fine fine um so we got so then (laughs) amy partied too hard and the next day she's running really really late to her internship and it's not just like this really stressed me out because it's not like she's running late to like be at the office. It's like she's running late to like meet Sharon to With this art uh, gallerist. Yeah, to meet someone else. So it's just like extra bad of a yeah. luck. She runs up to the cabin. She just before she even gets in, she goes, "Hey, I'm late. Hey, I'm late." <laughs> the cab's like, "Okay." Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, she's like, "Hurry it up now! <clears throat> Gotta get across town. Take it down Fifth Avenue, right across town." So she has to go from the Upper East Side to Chelsea, which is truly like good no, luck. And I don't with- think she knew where. I think she took the cab from the Upper East Side to the George Washington up to the up. She crossed town to the Upper West Side and then went over the George Washington Bridge. 
and then into Jersey and then took it back <laughs> and got to Chelsea. I think I'm that was her really unclear about like her entire like lateness to this day. And so is Sharon. Sharon's like the woman's like, is she late a lot? And she's like, yeah, and she goes not in an endearing way. And Sharon goes, not at all. <laughs> Sharon's not pleased. Sharon's over Amy. She's like, I'm really sorry that my intern is late. And the woman's like, it's okay. So then Amy comes bursting in Oof, and, and she, she goes, just shanks this meeting. She goes, she walks in and she doesn't even introduce herself. She goes, God, it is so hard to get down to Chelsea from the Upper East Side at this time of day. And the women, Sharon and this woman are just like... Sharon's face is like... Full of... Full of... She's confusion. like incredulous that like Amy has the balls to come in here and even say something like that. Or even speak. Yeah. She's like... Like Amy at first is like kind of sheepish. And then she's just like, I'm so sorry i'm so sorry sharon it's impossible to get to chelsea and she goes by the way i'm amy she's <laughs> oh, it's just like amy you and, can't get it right and sharon's like i'm not like oh also sharon's outfit in this it was like a beaded like mm-hmm. kind of flapper pristine she at was all like, times sharon's serving like high fashion she was like amy this isn't gonna fly if you keep doing this she gets a talking to yeah. from sharon on camera about her chronic lateness yeah and it's like ugh. if you if you can get your hair done four times a week, you can be on time to an unpaid internship. Yeah, to meet you literally had one thing to do today, and it was meet Sharon at this like gallerist thing to like chat. Hey, I'm late. Hey, I'm late. I'm late. Taxi, taxi. In 1939, when Amy was hailing taxis, it was much faster to yeah. get. She had a whistle. <laughs> Sometimes she'd show a little leg yeah. if they weren't. What do I have to do here? <laughs> she show my leg. ankles. Yeah, it's like she's wearing <laughs> she's wearing tights. Her garter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she stands over like a grate. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. What do I have to? Marilyn, why not work for me? A breeze over here. <laughs> um. So then we cut to. Angela. Angela is like, she goes, the theme of my show is going to be solitude and moroseness. And I said, sounds really fun. Yeah. She's like, but with upbeat pops of color. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So nothing. This is her it girl moment. This is her it girl moment where she's going to celebrate. It's like, pick your, choose your fighter, Angela. Like you're either like a goth, like depressed princess or you're like upbeat, like avant-garde. It's like those two things aren't meshing. Yeah, it seems like she's more upbeat, avant-garde. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, and I like like her. You would think her photos would be like a celebration of life, Mm -hmm. or like, but they're not, and so they're very like. Because I think it's easy to take pictures of like depressing shit. Because the world is a very depressing place. Well, as Chantel says later. um yeah but it was i just solitude and moroseness i was like great fun fun concept really fun great and it girl you shall be yeah (laughs) (laughs) like no um and then we cut to maggie and ryan are packing she's going to pennsylvania where she's from which i was like i knew she has that accent pennsylvania they live up by like lafayette Mm -hmm. in like allentown area and they're they just are like chaotic ryan and maggie yeah yeah they're like they're just like looking for stuff and like throwing stuff around like just like 
the whole the lighting scheme in that apartment really freaks me out. That <laughs> apartment, like all the decor, really yeah. freaks me out. Like it's very Vanderpumpian, but like worse because yeah. it's in New York. It's messy. Yeah. So they had on like a bus, and they which I I used to take the bus all the time back to New Jersey. You know this. You know this. I track. know it. And they go through Trenton, and they cross over into bucks county and they drive on through they and then she's like when you cross this bridge here you know you're here you know you're where i'm from Mm -hmm. and ryan's like okay and they go see maggie's mom she's like maggie my mom and my dad got divorced my dad's family comes from a lot of my but my mom is like not super rich but their house was like beautiful victorian was really nice it was like a gorgeous like pennsylvania victorian her mom's like well off yeah also, her mom looks younger than Maggie. Yeah, her mom's very youthful. I said her mom was Judy Greer. She was played totally. by Judy. She, she was like being played by Judy Greer, I think, mm-hmm. with a wig. I felt kind of bad for Maggie when her mom's looking through the photo album and she's like, oh, that's when Maggie got pretty. Yeah, well, that was weird. It's like being like, you're fucking ugly until this time happened and like repeated it. And I was just like, oh, how many times has she heard this and like internalized that? Yeah, there was like a little weird like, even if it's a joke, competitiveness. It's not, yeah, that like mom daughter like mm-hmm. it was weird. She was like, "I just want my kids to be home," and then like she's like in the kitchen with her boyfriend, and her she's, boyfriend who's like eighty nine, and she's she was like, "What? I knew New York was going to be too much for her." Like she's, I think she's like she seems like weirdly jealous of Maggie. I think she's being told to say this stuff by yeah, a producer, or they're like prompting her to be like, "How do you feel about your kids living in New York yeah. or something?" And then she launches into this whole monologue that like felt very inauthentic yeah she was like like you want your adult child i just i told to her she live can, here at home so you can cook for them all the yeah. time i just want to cook for her i know eli that i know she's she's tired she doesn't look good she doesn't look happy she's miserable her boyfriend's just like Brr. but ryan i guess is bonded with maggie's mom and yeah, told like, her that he loved her before he told maggie that yeah they're fucking they're totally fucking i wrote that he dicked her down something yeah. fierce he well, we find out that Ryan's mom passed, so yeah, like she, sad. he sees her as like a mom figure. But like they're but I'm also like, how long have you been dating? Like you've been dating like three mm-hmm. months. Maggie's like, he actually told my mom that he loved her before he told me, which I was like, that's weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, me too. I yeah, said, I'm weirded out. I'm weirded out too. We're all weirded out. This is bizarre. Nine one one. Nine one one. Nine one one. Nine one one. So then... Lewis, their dog, is a cutie, though. He was really cute. I love, like, when a dog gets mad like mm-hmm. that. He went... <laughs> like, at nothing. He had, like, a human face. Yeah. When dogs, like, that specific-looking kind of dog gets mad at just, like, nothing, yeah. it is hilarious It was really me. funny. Yeah. Lewis is a star. So she's making them dinner. She has a little <laughs> sister. Her mom goes... I'm sorry. Like after they're sitting in the living room, there's this moment. Her mom goes, "Well, I'm sorry. Things are bad, and you're sad. But I gotta make something to eat." <laughs> and like, and bumps, gets up and goes like, away. Yeah, where I was like, she's not like she doesn't wish that she was around more. No. Uh, yeah, they have like a weird relationship. It's yeah, like, some things are not being said. I wrote sharp objects. Oh yeah. Because the sister was kind of like Emma. She was like drinking wine at the table. Mm-hmm. Her little sister. Um. 
Yeah, then they just like they sit at the dinner table and they talk about how like miserable Maggie is with Eli and Ryan's like, I just want her to stop working. I don't think she needs to be in the art world. Like Ryan just wants her to like not do anything, I think. I guess. I think Ryan wants to move to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Or he wants them to live in Pennsylvania. He can commute to New York and like do whatever finance shit he's doing. Yeah. It's all very unclear. And I'm also like, how much does her family know about her and Eli's relationship? I think the mom might have a feeling. Mom probably knows. And the sister. Because the mom brought Eli up. Yeah. Which is like... She's like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, why? Of course she doesn't want to talk yeah. about it. She was fucking him. Yeah. And like, still has feeling. Her mom is a truly... Her mom is Chantaling her. I forgot that she was like, I'm so, so sorry that you're sad and miserable, but I got to go eat food. <laughs> yeah. I have some dinner to make. <laughs> Come join us. Sorry things are bad and you're sad. Sorry things are things to do. Sorry things are terrible in New York. Um they do that I love one her of those house, though. I love the house. They do one of those like like montage, like audio montages where it's like everyone's droning on yeah. and on at Maggie, but then like it's like you know they just like mashed up like the same sentence everyone said like yeah. over and over, but there was a really good moment where Maggie's like mom's boyfriend just goes, Small businesses. <laughs> like you hear all of it and then yeah. just like a little small businesses it was like a quilt of like yeah and i really lolled at that that moment. was really funny also they just kept pouring maggie wine maggie's like chugging chardonnay yeah her, i get it her like 11 year old sister is drinking wine like mm-hmm. it, was, it was maggie's good... home i get to drink yeah i get to drink with maggie's home <sighs> maggie says she just wants to get her number one job qvc host yeah well, that's like Pennsylvania. That's where the headquarters yeah. are. Like, like you could do Phoenixville. that. Phoenixville. She could. And they all went, ah. <laughs> Maggie's like, you know what my dream job is? And they all go, Maggie. And her mom's like, ever since you were, this is, I'm not real, but she's like, ever since you were a little girl, you just, you've always loved QVC. It's you been love your dream. It. You can commute to Phoenixville from Easton. You can live here. You can host your own show. Mm-hmm. Maggie and, goes, it's my dream job. She's like, to become the running family joke. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I would love to see Maggie hosting something on QVC. Yeah. It would actually be, that would be a study in solitude and moroseness. Oh. <sighs> Meanwhile, at EOC, Lara reveals we owe more than we sold. And everyone is just like staring at each other. And they're about to host <laughs> Suck Lord for she, a night. And Chantal again says... Like something about the regular customers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you don't have regular customers. You have people that walk by and look at Paymon. Yeah. And like the giant hat that and looked like it was made in medieval times. Buy a sweater. They want to buy a sweater or they just want to come on and like be like, wow, look at this picture of me in the silly hat and then go like get go drunk at like a bar way. down the street. Yeah. No one is shopping or buying things in this place. No. Your store, your store is sucks. failing. It sucks. It's unwelcoming. It's a bad place. <laughs> There's bad juju in there. Yeah. When you enter and you're scowling at people, it makes people want to leave. <laughs> it's, Can you imagine walking into like a store on like your like a day of yeah. shopping, just strolling along, you're really feeling it's made like up lost in the lower side. In one yeah. hand, you're lost and you just saw a fountain and now you go into a store, you see like a cute bag that you think you might like, and then you turn the corner and Claudia, Chantal, and Lara are just staring at you from a corner. Yeah, Claudia's like 
Claudia's like her stressed out energy is like it's too much. She's You're like, instantly put on edge. Someone's like, "Hey, uh, how much is this?" And Claudia goes, mm-hmm. "Chantal," <laughs> and then Chantal's like, "I don't know, actually. Are, I'll have to go buy it because if not." I don't really want to get up and like go look. If you're not buying something, like you can leave the store, maybe? Because like we don't like loitering. Yeah. And, and like, Laura just like doesn't make eye contact with you. Her hair kind of just like hangs in her face. <laughs> Laura's like the Nev. Yeah. It's, it's like the craft. She's fully Nev. She's like, take, please take my scars. Like, with like her sleeves. Like, and that like hands. kind of greasy hair in her face. Chantal's Feruza. Chantal's totes Feruza. Yeah. Claudia is Claudia's kind of a Robin Tunney. For sure. Like in her like most panicked phase. Yeah. She's like see- hallucinating like snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Claudia's like <gasps> someone's like <laughs> hallucinating hey. bugs and snakes. Every time <clears throat> there have been people that come in to like try to buy a painting and they're like, "Hey, I'm going to sp- Hey, I have seven thousand dollars. I'm going to spend on this painting of like a cloud. Claudia's like, and Claudia's all of a sudden she sees snakes coming out of his mouth, and she's like, "Ha!" Starts crying, and she runs to the back of the store, and the guy's like, "Okay, I'll go take my seven thousand dollars elsewhere." Elsewhere, I won't be spending seven thousand today. What am I yawning? <laughs> oh, I got the oh, I got the young, got the young. Um, so then we cut to <clears throat> Maggie going to meet with this woman named Maya something. She's like Brenda Taylor. Oh, Brenda Taylor. Her name is Maya. Brenda Taylor Gallery. <laughs> Brenda loves like a knit journey. Brenda looked like Vanessa Redgrave. She did. She had like knit fingerless gloves and like yeah a, it was cold in there it was cold in there and she was just trying to stay cozy she's like i'm she was seemed nordic so she was i think she's like i like it cold yeah i don't know what brenda's deal was i don't think her accent was real i was like intrigued by her whole her look was very like midwestern uh-huh. in like winter time yeah it was like like rich at first i was like woman. oh she's like <laughs> she's a little bit like avant-garde or over the top but then i looked and she was wearing like a boot cut jean with a pointy toe like stiletto and then yeah. i was like this is not adding up for no me. her I feet are cold brenda was like a woman who was visiting from michigan and then decided like no one in the gallery would talk to and everyone was like who is this lady Ugh, and like went in the back so brenda decided to have a little fun and like take over <laughs> yeah. and like take over yeah, the gallery she totally... and, then, and then maggie came in she was like i'm here for a job interview and then she was like oh and then like cosplayed as yeah. like, the owner and they were just all in the back and then later they were she on the back like talking shit about this like crazy woman <laughs> and then later she had like a margot martindale and like paris Jatem moment where she was like I felt happy. Mm-hmm. Like she's like sitting in the park being like after I cost after I masquerade it like she's having like a transcendent moment where yeah, she feels like Yeah, she was like she had like a total immersive New York experience where she got to be in charge of a gallery and like so, really imagine what her life would have been like. So Maggie's trying to like break through and like get a job that pays and so Brenda's interviewing her and she goes, "So tell me some of your I'd like the people that work here to know some like current artist she goes who is your fir- favorite current artist and she goes i really like banksy and i was like are you have you, do, do you hear yourself <laughs> did you even study art 
I I took a summer course in art history, and I feel like I know more than she I don't does. know shit about art. Truly, I don't know. I don't what, either. Like, an app I downloaded tells me sometimes when I look at it. But I know enough to go into a job interview at this gallery and not say my favorite artist is Banksy. The woman went and she went, oh, okay. Yeah. Like she, this woman. <laughs> Even Midwestern LARPer knew that like <laughs> oh, yeah. Banksy was not the look. For sure. Also, it's like Maggie just shanks this fucking job interview. Yeah. She also was like, so they go up to like a painting. The woman goes, not at all similar to the work here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She goes, why don't you tell me what you think of this? And it, it it's a painting and it looks like a vagina. It literally is like an installed vagina on the wall. And she goes, what do you see when you look at it? And Maggie literally goes, hmm, and like puts her, like rubs her chin and ponders. And she goes, uh, I like how the black texture on the back, like it looks like it was painted. Everything else is painted on top of it. And the woman goes, what do you see when you look at like this? red object and maggie doesn't say anything and she goes she goes "Mm, i I don't know and then woman goes well i see a vagina and maggie goes i don't know how she sees a vagina yeah and i was like oh maggie maggie it's gonna be a rocky road for you also that's uh, like duh it's a fucking vagina yeah and also like that's such an like just anything could be like oh i see a vagina like i see a dick Mm -hmm. like just say it just say it you was, really think you're gonna like get a job here? Then she goes. The woman's like, "Well, we do sell a lot of like pho- photography." And then Maggie goes, "Photography is my weak spot." And it's like, "Okay, well, and the woman, you're not hired." And the woman went, "Okay, well, good luck to you." Yeah. And then the interview was over. Yeah. She, I think the woman, and then she, then the woman went to like the Marriott Times Square. Yeah. And was like, I had a great day. Yeah, she went to the Empire State Building. Yeah. She met her family. So they like had gotten in like a fight earlier. Oh and my her God, daughter was like, Stop embarrassing me, mom. Like, we're in fucking New York, like blah blah blah. And then yeah. they were she was like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a walk. Her feelings were really hurt. And then she wandered into this gallery and then they were so mean to her, and then she thought, you know what? I'll just it, it'll be my gallery for it, an afternoon. It, it restarted her. Yeah. And then when she got back, her daughter was like Wow, mom, you look different. And she's like, thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. I do. Um, and they went to Jekyll and Hyde for dinner. Yeah. Um, the Suck Lord show is getting set up at EOC. And Suck Lord's like putting all his shit on the wall. He's a team. He's organized. He's a full team. Yeah. That's like knows what to do to like make this happen. He has 29,000 followers on Instagram. I, I looked up today. Is currently? Yeah. How many did he have back in the day? more than them <laughs> claudia's like i mean we we looked at eoc's instagram and one of the photos has zero likes. zero likes it's rough <laughs> claudia is still has her nose in the air about suck lord and she's I, like it's like honey he's like, he's doing he's doing right by you he's literally his army of like suck lord he, like, dev- makes devotees money. you are, need to understand what that's like and then She's like, you really don't care, like, who buys your art? And he's like, no, I just want to fucking sell it. And she's like, wow. She's like, mm-hmm. I guess we just do things differently. Yeah. It's called, so the this show is called Occupy Cybertron. And <laughs> okay. it's, it's, so he's doing a theme about, like, Transformers and, and the Decepticons being like, it's like, you know what? It's, sure. It's doing it. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I wrote, I don't think Claudia actually wants money. 
No. She wants pain. She wants pain. And stress. And like stress and like failure. Yeah. She wants to feel like a big loser at the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of this like try for the clothing store, she wants it to fail. But it's not going to happen tonight because Sucklord makes a ton, shit ton of money for them. Yeah. He has people like, it's pouring rain and there's a line of there's people. There's a line out the door in New like, York where in you New have to York. Like, walk in the rain, which is the worst thing. And all, and all these people are like wearing masks and they're all like. Everyone, they're fully immersed in the experience. He does a show. He lets people, he's doing like a whole performance art like letting people in that are going to yeah. spend money. Then he has like an Occupy performance art. I didn't super understand it, but I was happy that it was happening. Yeah, the, these like guys dressed like Occupy people burst in and then like they're like, you know, down with the 1%. And then Claudia and Laura and Chantal are just in the corner and they're like, we're going to get noise violations. We should have told the building. And Claudia then, like, like tries to answer the phone. Yeah. And like can't hear anything. Claudia can't stand that they're making money. I know. They're making so much money. They're so like she goes, I've never held this much cash. Yeah. They make like 900 bucks in cash. Yeah. From like an hour. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for a night. For going from a store that sold in one month like $2,500 worth of merchandise to this. To 900 a night. Yeah. She's literally holding almost $1,000 of just like cash. Cash. That they can keep. What an idiot. Anyway. By the end of it, she says, she, well, also, it's like at one point, she just like puts on a mask and is like dancing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, Claudia like popped a Molly again. Yeah. So she's <laughs> they like, all, Chantal was like, I know what we need. Chantal was like, I have Molly. Do you want some? And Claudia's like, yes. And then like, <laughs> they all just like put on masks and like dance. And then Claudia was like, you know, at the end of the day, I think Sucklord and his crew are just like needy, nerdy improv kids. And she's charmed. And then she goes, and then she's dancing and like having a great time and then she looks over and she sees the paymon statue and like the snakes are coming in and it's like, <laughs> yeah it's and, like face is like fully like melting and claudia goes ah! <laughs> and runs out into the rain and walks home claudia like right before she sees like the snake face melt she's like dancing and feeling free and like makes out with suck lord yeah she, they like fully kiss she like pulls him into a closet yeah. and they are like making out She's like, I love your tongue. Yeah. He's like, this is Sucklord's tongue. Say it. And she goes, Sucklord, I love your tongue. Sucklord. He goes, call me Sucklord. He's like, I will. He's like, I will be your servant forever. And she's like, great. She's like, I fucking love it, Sucklord. Fuck you, fuck you, Sucklord. They're like together. <laughs> they are together. Yeah. They started texting after this night. Sucklord is like, I am bound to you for eternity. I will do. Every, I will do your bidding. And she's yeah. like. She's like, great. She's like, cool. She's like embarrassed. Mm-hmm. She can't show him to anyone, but they yeah. have the hottest sex. Oh, it's like, it's like Charlotte and Harry when they first started fucking. Yeah. I'll bet Sucklord. I bet he fucks. He, it's Sucklord at the He's, end of the day. I think Sucklord knows how to fuck. Yeah. I was like, I was like kind of into. Have Suck any readers fucked <laughs> yeah. Sucklord? And if so, weigh in. <laughs> Does we, Sucklord are we fuck? way off? Are or, we totally? Are we getting fuck vibes for from nothing or like? Or is, is like he fuck Lord? Is he fuck Lord? Because I'm. I think he is. I totally think. I he get is. like Lord Zed vibes from like Power Rangers who like ultimate like daddy. <laughs> I get that from Sucklord. <laughs> I'm da- I'm DTF with Sucklord. Me too. So like email sexuniquepodcast at gmail.com with any Sucklord intel. Tell us. Tell us. Let's have him on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> he should be on the gallery gaze episode. <laughs> um, One straight. He's a straighty. 
Chantal says, if Claudia can't figure out ways to make more money, I don't know how we're going to survive. Which is true. Which is true. But then also being like, Claudia will be the death of us. It's so she's everything. It, the, Chantal has like brainwashed Laura that if EOC fails, which as we know it did, it's, it's it going did to and be it Claudia's will. fault. Yeah, it will it's all perfect. be Claudia's fault. And she has no she's the ownership or agency over any sort of failure. Total Patsy. So we cut to Angela setting up her show with Jeff. Mm-hmm. Who, who is your friend? My New York. Your acquaintance from Yeah, New he was York. my friend in New York. He's great. I love that. Yeah. I love that you know, we know gallery gays. Jeff is great. He always does great Halloween costumes. And this other guy, Matt, who's this like amazing filmmaker who I knew, like, uh, he makes these, he, he like, reveals jeff's costumes with this really funny video that jeff puts on instagram <laughs> and one time he recreated the summer heights high like jimmy where she's like like yeah stairs, like perfectly oh my god Jimmy, it was really funny that's really good he's great you should follow him on instagram what's his instagram handle jeff dorsman do it follow he's a cutie angela is putting her pictures on the wall with like velcro and they take up a very small percentage of the space right and she goes do you think they're professional and then i just out loud i go no (laughs) what did jeff say he was like yeah he was like yeah i mean no one's gonna the thing about that is like everyone's like we're just letting this happen like Mm -hmm. and we have to get it over with and what's weird is they were serving this vodka, Canon Vodka, which used to be, I don't know what it was, but they sponsored like, um, they were sponsoring all sorts of events like that. They sponsored the White Girl Problems book party. Really? Yeah. It was like a vodka company. Did I go just, to like, that? Yeah, you did. Yeah. They would just like give vodka, like tons of vodka to, I guess, who the fuck ever. I think I drank it. And then they went out of business and I was like, yeah, because you just like gave vodka away. Like, I don't think ever recall seeing that vodka for sale was just like at every event in that specific time zone. Yeah, she. so they have like four bottles of vodka. And like, I guess, soda water or something. Angela's... It's very much not an (sighs) it girl type of event angela brings her own camera to the party yeah and she's like taking photos she's doubling as the photo photographer for the party mm-hmm. and there's also another photographer for the party so i don't know if it's some kind of like performance thing maybe she just wants to document the night in her yeah. own terms because she's like well i really need to take photos if i'm gonna be a photographer yeah. so this is seems like a good excuse she needs she needs a, a role yeah she yeah. needs like more photos to put on a wall somewhere yeah so Um, so the show is called oh wait isn't there something before this oh yeah there was oh carrie amy and carrie meet up (laughs) carrie goes to meet amy at like some like sarah baths or something and like alice tea teapot or something (laughs) she sits down (laughs) and amy is like smiling like with like a silly secret and she is I just ate a pumpkin tart. I just had a pumpkin tart. And Carrie's like, I really want chocolate. Carrie needs chocolate. I need chocolate. She's never needed anything more than she chocolate. Goes, chocolate to the waiter. Can you get just any I sort just of chocolate? I just need any sort of chocolate. chocolate. And Amy goes, 
So Amy gives her a list of things that Sharon has designated Amy to give to her, to Carrie that Carrie needs to do like intern tasks. Yeah. And, that, and, Car- that Amy's supposed to do, but she now is just like telling Carrie yeah. that she has to do them. So Amy's like, I, because of my, like I've been fucking up with Sharon, I'm going to just like shadow her and be up her ass mm-hmm. and then give Amy or carry all my bitch work. I don't even understand what her end game was. No. By doing Did she this. think that this was not going to like be get back to Sharon? I feel like she, I don't know. I truly She's like, I've got a plan. I can't get inside that head of Amy's. She thought it was like a really like, well, I'm going to wily. I'm wily. That's what they say. I'm I'll cunning. make Carrie do it. I'll make Carrie do it. She won't know. I think, but Carrie like believes her and she's like, she's like, okay, she's like, I guess I I'll do this. Like even more if you're work. Both interns. There's no intern hierarchy. Like you don't, <clears throat> you're not like the boss of another intern. And Amy just flat out. This made me think Amy was like kind of a psycho. Yeah. Cause she, she just flat out lies to Carrie and she's like, Yeah, Sharon. And then she and then Carrie's like, God, I have so much more work to do now. And then Carrie and then Amy goes, Gotta keep you on your toes. And then Carrie's like, Can I have some chocolate? She's like, Can I get a coffee? And then Amy is like, Yeah, yeah, I want a coffee. Like yeah. it's just like she's fully like crossed over into like crazy zone. Yeah, that she snapped. I the think time pe- travel is caught up with her yeah. and it's actually like working its dark powers against her. And being late. Yeah. Yeah. It's not where it's not working anymore. It's not. It's taken a dark turn. Amy's power hungry. She is. She's yeah. like she looks at Carrie and she's like, It's wow, it's crazy. Like you do this internship and you have a job. Like, how do you handle it? And then gave her all this other stuff. I know. And it's like, you're a henchman. I love, I got to keep you on your toes. Uh, okay. But also Carrie, Carrie seemed a little sus of it, but she, but she's like going to go along with it because she's she like, knows how it works. Like when you're in the real world and she's just going to go straight to the source. Yeah. Carrie's like, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. Literally, Carrie your was like, your days are fucking numbered. Say your prayers, bitch. Say your prayers. I'm going to go to Sharon. Yeah. And be like, she told me to do this. I Carrie know. in her head. Carrie's. Carrie's a million steps ahead of Amy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She already was, but now even she's more. even more. Yeah. Um, Maggie, Maggie goes on <laughs> another intern or not intern, but a job interview. Mm-hmm. this one's a little better but it's just like it's with a, an older man and she's like kind of blushing it's like she and this older guy are having like flirty he's something. like oh eli's he's like we try to be open as little as possible here and maggie's like oh good and he's like so why haven't you been with eli for years and you're still an intern and then maggie's like yeah two years yeah who no one interns for two years yeah and he's like yeah, they, they seemed they had like weird energy and, and he was like, God, you're delightful. There was weird energy. And then because she is a pre-interview even before she gets to talk to him where like the studio assistant like interviews her and she can't even utter like a single cohesive sentence. No. and I, I, She's just like kind of playing with her hair and it's like mumbling. I don't then think she studied art. Yeah. The assistant gives up and just like walks away. Yeah. <laughs> she was like. She's like, okay. Yeah. Maggie's really blowing these like from a very it makes me worried about her because I'm like she can't even do like I feel like anyone can should be able to just nail a job interview of that nature yeah like you google the place look at the art come up with some opinions shower 
and just and talk and yourself just, like, up a little yeah be like a person in the world and just say like yeah i've been hustling on the side even if you haven't yeah because he's like why your ass and then like know what how to answer questions to make yourself look good it was bad but he like he bought it yeah he was, he was into her he's into her i think she's like she's very appealing to like that specific type of guy uh-huh because she's kind of like she's very she's a little secretary like mm-hmm. she was looked really good yeah she had great shoes on mm-hmm. anyway anyways so we cut to angela's show which she's calling t- she goes it's called totally not depressed because oh everything's a facade and then she's like really a prone ass about all of her own work she goes it's really it's teetering on the precipice of moroseness she says to that one guy that she has to come over to like critique her stuff and you can tell he's just like okay he's like wow this photo is cool it's like a grim old woman with With a donut with a donut it's like i like the contrast and she's like my blog it's called totally not depressed because it's like my blog and like we're all just like pretending that we're not depressed, but like we are. And it's like, okay. I love her like realizations and how they like actualize as art. It's like part of the that most whole shtick. Basic, like, like the most basic read on anything. Yeah. But it's also like an essential part of growing up. I feel like if, especially as like a creative or someone, you have this thing where it's like god everyone's fucking depressed like life is really depressing it's not just like all fun and games but she's like it's all a mask i was like cool. all right great okay all <laughs> it's right. like it's basically like netflix is my boyfriend yeah it's like when everyone got obsessed with pizza and like bacon that one year oh it's just like enough remember bacon, bacon because, because because bacon bacon yeah i fucking because bacon remember when people just didn't i feel like that's kind of died down but there were like even until last year it was like because iced coffee yeah or like because there's always adulting. some sort of like bacon type of thing because bacon it's like anna kendrick because bacon yeah bacon you know bacon but you know who kind of was a henchman of the bacon movement who cara delavine i remember she was very much oh she was a big bacon she stand. was she really made bacon a thing. I mean, I like bacon. I love bacon. Like, Who doesn't? It's fucking delicious. But like, as liking bacon is not a personality trait. Yeah. Nor is liking iced coffee, nor is liking pizza. I like those things. I love all those things very, very much. Oh, by the way, a true babe that everyone needs to watch is Kendall Jenner was in like a video for Kim's like body wear. Mm-hmm. She's in like a nude like skims or yeah. whatever the fuck they're called. And Kendall does like she's like, my name's Kendall. And she goes, my favorite body feature is my height. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch it. It's just I'm just like, can you please be anything but boring? Can I also just say she is so boring. I walked by Kendall Jenner once and maybe she had a growth spurt since then. But I am tall. I'm 5'11", officially. And Kendall is like 5'7", or 5'8". She's not that tall. Really? She was not that tall when I walked by her. This was like... This was a while back. Maybe like over five years ago. So she very much could have had a growth spurt. And now she's really tall. But I think she lies about her height. I've seen her and she's really tall. But I believe it. Hmm. You're tall. I'm tall, and yeah. I was like, that's Kendall Jenner, and we walked past each other, and I was like, damn, she's really short. 
I mean, they're all short. Those they're all, like Kim's, Kim's like five two. Kim's like four eleven, five foot. Kim's like if or I Courtney's. Around, I think Courtney's five foot. Yeah, I would miss. They're like out of my field of vision. Chloe's only like five seven. Chloe thinks five nine. Oh, she's taller. Like I've had someone that saw her IRL and confirmed like she is tall. Yeah, but she's like an anomaly i feel like kendall's height is listed as 510 but she is not 510 i promise you people confirm or deny bacon. start a movement my height because bacon bacon am i right um so then Chantal shows up with uh spencer to angela's show and they're mm-hmm. looking and angela <laughs> and her boyfriend are flirting yeah he's like He's not even. Fl- he's well. He's, not even fl- he's like, I like the. He says something. I forget. It was like benign, but obviously he like is into Angela and wants to have a threesome with her. And Chantel goes, and under confessional, she's like, I mean, it's like enough already, like with your Asian fetish. And I was like, Oh God, Jesus stop. Christ! Yeah, I just googled Kendall's height. It's five ten, which is a lie. A lie. A lie. Say. So then Chantal to get her revenge on Angela and like not not to not to be one to let someone have like their night in the sun. No. <laughs> revenge is Chantal's middle name. Chantal's like, you think you're gonna have your little night and like Oh, you finally got your field. show together and put everything on the wall and not you're excited. So fast. Oh, that's sweet. Chantal looks at her and goes, Yeah, photography is like my least favorite medium. Because I find it easy to manipulate. And Angela goes, oh, it's easy? Like, I was even like, fuck you, Chantal. That's rude. That was so mean. You're a bitch. Like, it's, yeah, it might not be your, like, these photos might not be your gravy. Keep it to yourself. But, like, she she did this all on her own. She's your friend, She too. put the things, yeah, your friends. If you're really that good of friends with someone, you don't say that kind of shit to them at their opening night party. And you also didn't even let her have your space. You didn't let her use EOC. No. So it's like... <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. She goes... And Chantal looks in, she goes, it's a perfect space. It's like, yeah, it's a lot nicer than your store. Yeah. And then and I was like, I, honestly, that was... I've seen a lot of reality TV, and I thought that was one of the meanest that things someone has done. That was a moment. Because, like, I don't... You know, Angela's like... She's not, like, my favorite photographer. <laughs> but, like, if she was my friend, I would be like... You just keep your mouth shut about that kind of thing. And you just, even if you don't like it, you say, look, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. And you say, congratulations. That's and what you say when you don't like so, whatever your friend has done. You just keep it positive And you don't have to weigh in on what you like and what you don't like. You just, like, are happy for them. Yeah, I know. Buy one of her pieces. Yeah. And then that's it. I'd be like, Spencer, buy it. $500 no way I'd be like "Mm -mm." but like she it was just such a truly cruel like it was mean-spirited yeah and Angela looked really hurt and meant to tear her down it was it was really mean yeah so then not nice Claudia rise with Laura uh Eli shows up Eli shows up they make fun of his hair again Maggie said he looks like Kramer from Seinfeld (laughs) he lolled um Liz, Liz shows up. is there. She makes her one moment cameo. She walks over from Occupy mm-hmm. to like I came from Occupy for this. Maggie's like, cool. Ever heard of it? 
And Chantal Ryan's, is like, yeah, actually. Ryan's like, yeah, I see it outside. You know, I hate those guys. Oh, yeah. Ryan fucking... Ryan beats up Occupy. Yeah. I'll bet he got in a physical altercation with an occupier. Someone like threw piss at him and he was like, fuck you. Yeah. He fully punched. Make pretend. Make pretend. I'm going to make pretend your face to fucking... Vagina. Vagina and punch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... Okay. And the person's like, uh... I'm... They're like, okay, nitwit. Okay, you... Yeah. Ryan killed, like, an occupier. He did. He did. He knows where he they He really went. killed several. Yeah. Him and his friends. Him and his friends. Ugh. Oof. Dark. So then Amy shows up with that woman again. Amy shows up with her, her saucy like, middle-aged Rhea. friend. Rena. 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 Rena's gonna be furious. Rena, come on, we're going down. Amy puts on her checkered party dress. We're going down to the Soho. We're going down to the Soho to see an art show. Wanna come? <laughs> Rena's like, sure. It is like that scene in Mrs. Maisel where she like goes to the art show but then goes in the back room and buys that painting because she just likes it. Yeah. Do you watch that show? I I, I haven't thought I haven't watched this I'm a season. huge Mazeler. No, I love I wa- the first season I watched in like two days. Yeah, the second one I think I watched in like one night. I was just like, more! I watched some, I need to I fucking to like mainline that jaunty dialogue. I love it so much. Yes! Mrs. Mazel. Mrs. Mazel! I win all the Emmy. I love how she just like, everywhere she goes, she just somehow does like a stand-up. Yeah. I love it. I love that her stand-up is not funny ever. Mm. I've never lolled once <laughs> at any of her stand-up, but I love it for her. I lolled. I love. I've lolled. Sometimes when she gets like uh, raunchy, I like. I lo- I loll. When she did her first set, where she was where like, she took a tit out. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Also, when she yelled at the guy for going to the bathroom mm-hmm. during her set, that was funny. There's some good moments, but yeah. overall, I would say her comedy is not a super lol for me. But I'm here for her being <laughs> like a successful, famous comedian. Yeah, in the show. and I love her outfits. Her outfits, and I love that actress. Yeah, and I love the guy who plays Lenny Bruce. Oh, he's so hot. And I like the ex-husband. He's hot, too, in his he's own cute. like way. Ugh. God. Um, <clears throat> and then Amy, Amy comes. Carrie was there, but I didn't even see her come in. Yeah. And then Amy's got to go. Amy's got to go. She and Rena, me and Rena got to go to Dorian's. We got to run. Bye, love. And then, <laughs> and then she goes... My heart goes out to Angela. I hope she succeeds. Oh, when Amy's heart is going out to you, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Claudia or Carrie leaves and then Claudia goes or Angela goes, more vodka. Woo. And then Angela's like, I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it. And then at interview, they interview her and she's like, well, if my parents were... If I was going to talk to them, like they'd want to know how the show went. And I would say it went great. But then they'd ask me how many photos I sold and I didn't sell any. So they would think it's a failure. And I'm like, guess what, bitch? It is a failure. <laughs> if you made this show to sell your photos and be established as an it girl and you accomplish neither of those things, then I would say this. But I, I, I mean, I, I'm happy for you that you set out and achieved the goal of having a show if after what chantal did to her i was like you did do it you did it yeah you were team Ange. so then it ends with carrie confronting sharon oh yeah and being like so amy gave me a list of tasks to do and i don't think it was i just wanted to confirm like did you 
tell her to do that? And Sharon's like, no. Sharon also wearing the most insane outfit. The best coat I've ever seen. Yeah. Amazing. Must be like Prada. Yeah. And neon green earrings. Mm -hmm. And like a green sparkly eyeshadow. And gold uh, nail polish. But looking immaculate. Immaculate. Perfect. With her like Jackie O haircut. She was like, she's basically like... Sharon's like, no nonsense. She's like... She's like, I would tell you if I wanted you to do something. Mm -hmm. There's no hierarchy. Amy is a child. She's like, I'll deal with it. Don't worry, I'll deal with it. Where you just know Amy's about to get fucked. Yeah. And rightly so. She's like, makes me glad not to be 28. And she goes, or 13 in (laughs) her case. Yeah. Sharon's had enough. She's had enough of Amy. You don't pull shenanigans around Sharon and get away with it. Insane. No, it was out of line. (sighs) Next week, Basel. We're headed to Miami next week, guys. We're headed to Miami. To and we go might have a special guest. To the one and only Art Basel. Ooh, yeah. An expert on... An expert on all things Art Basel. Art and Basel. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being my number one gallery ghoul. My, your sickly... My sickly sister and ghoulish... Sickly sister. Sickly sister and ghoulish gab. wait really fast i heard today that they're they're coming out with a lady monopoly what do you mean it's a monopoly for women (laughs) like the game (laughs) i love monopoly yeah i've been playing a man's monopoly this entire (laughs) time i know i I didn't think it was like i didn't i mean i guess there's something but like anyway just want to hear what they're like high heel Like, no, pink. it's like it's, it's like, like something about like the pink. women make more than the men in the game. What? I, I don't know. Oh my god! Well, we have the bonus episode to get into that. Yeah, and do some research and more talking. We so, do. if you want to listen to the bonus, you can do that by pledging five dollars a month on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. And uh, yeah, that's all she wrote. Follow me on Twitter at ecario. Follow Carrie on Twitter. He's fucking hysterical. No! <laughs> Follow me at Lars Marie. I tweet every once in a while. You have good tweets. Uh, thank you. See ya. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.